What is up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another episode of the Snaggle Show. I am, of course, your host, Chris Jardine, aka Snaggle J. Today is, I have no idea what day this is releasing, but I am recording it Thursday, September 9th. And on today's episode of the show, we are going to talk about the September 4th Nintendo Direct conference kind of snuck up on everybody i know there were some rumors floating around in august that nintendo was planning a direct sometime in september which is like well duh i mean they have to hype all these christmas games um but they just kind of low-key announced on tuesday hey we're gonna have a direct tomorrow i was a little bit later than usual it was uh 6 p.m eastern which is a big win for me because i'm able to come home uh, settle down, have some supper, and then watch myself a D- Nintendo Direct. And oh boy, oh boy, what a Nintendo Direct it was. So let's go through and see all the cool, exciting uh, things that Nintendo announced. This is in no particular order. This is just the order that I happen to uh, write them down in. Uh, they kick off the stream by confirming something that had been announced earlier in the day, or not announced, but it had leaked out earlier in the day, that Overwatch um, is coming to the Nintendo Switch. I think that's been in the works now for quite some time, Uh, but it uh, uh, officially leaked out earlier in the day. It was confirmed to kick off the stream that Overwatch um, will release on the Nintendo Switch on October 15th. It's going to be very interesting to see what kind of foothold Overwatch finds on the Switch. I think Paladins on the Switch has a very, very good user base that really enjoy and really play that game, and it's free to play. Um, So it's going to be really interesting to see where Overwatch kind of fits in. Obviously, the giant established name in Fantasy 5v5 uh, combat. Um, So it's going to be really cool to see how Overwatch fits on the Switch. I'm excited. I'm going to give it a try. I've given Overwatch a, a try a couple of times on their free-to-play weekends, uh, but I'm looking forward to jumping in on the Switch um, and giving it a little bit more of a, uh, a little bit more of an effort on my part. Um, finally, one of the worst kept secrets in Nintendo news: um, Super Nintendo games are coming, or at this point, as I'm recording this, are now available with your Switch Online subscription as part of the, uh, I don't know what the heck, I think it's just the Switch Online app, which up until this point had only offered NES games. Uh, there was a, a list of 20 launch games that they had announced um, uh, in no particular order. There is, I have it right here, just one, just to hold your horses there, folks. Brawl Brothers, Breath of Fire, Demon Crest, F-Zero, Joe and Mac 2, Lost in the Tropics, Kirby's Dream Course, Kirby's Dreamland 3, Pilot Wings, Star Fox, Stunt Race, FX, which I'm excited about, Super Earth Defense Force, Super Ghouls and Ghosts, Super Mario Kart, Super Mario World, Super Mario World 2, Super Metroid, Super Puyo Puyo 2, Super Soccer, Super Tennis, and The Legend of Zelda, A Link to the Past, which will all be available. They also announced that they are releasing... 
a Super Nintendo Entertainment System controller, which will be coming soon. I don't think they released a date on when the controller will be available. Uh, it's basically a Super Nintendo wireless controller. Um, I believe it's wireless. Gotta be wireless. Um, so they're releasing a Super Nintendo controller as well. My only big thing here is I really expected, to be honest, the initial batch of games to mimic the games that they have on the SNES Classic. Um, that is not the case here. We have a lot of games that are omitted. We have a lot of games that are new that are not available on the SNES Classic. For me, my biggest miss with this, and you guys know where I'm going with this if you've ever listened to me uh, talk about this game, you'll know I'm going to be disappointed that Super Mario RPG um, is not in the initial batch. I'm sure it will be at some point. They will get Super Mario RPG on there. Square and Nintendo have an outstanding working relationship at this point. I just really wanted it to be in the initial batch because I would have played that shit um, immediately. Um, Nintendo announced towards the end of the show that they were going to be remaking Xenoblade Chronicles, which originally released on the Wii in 2012, is, is heralded as one of the best Nintendo-based RPGs of all time. It's going to be uh, the Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition, and it will release at some point in 2020. Um, they showed off a lot of Luigi's Mansion 3, which is going to be coming out on Halloween, uh, they have a new multiplayer mode, which will have two to eight players, uh, which is called Scream Park, um, which is going to be interesting. Uh, players will be able to play with a single Joy-Con as well, which I'm always a big fan of. It's kind of cool. Uh, but yeah, they showed off a lot of different Luigi's Mansion 3 stuff. I'm really excited for Luigi's Mansion 3. I think it's one of those fun um, Nintendo IPs that when we do get one, it's really well done. It's engaging. It's a good game. It's a good story. It's a lot of fun to play. I'm looking forward to Luigi's Mansion 3 and then adding something like, uh, you know, a, a two to eight player multiplayer mode on top of that um, seems really cool. Um, so yeah, Luigi's Mansion 3 comes out on Halloween. Looking forward to that. Uh, a brand new game, uh, which is already available, Super Kirby Clash. Uh, is available. It is a free to start, uh, which Nintendo uses free to start instead of free to play, which I kind of like. Uh, it's a, I mean, most people in the gaming sphere now know what free to play means. That it means you know that it is free to get into, but you can you know you need to spend money or can spend money at some point. Nintendo uses free to start, which is fine. Um, but yeah, Super Kirby Clash is already available. It has a single and a multiplayer mode. Uh, it is kind of like a, uh, you pick basically. It's you fight against classic bosses uh, and creatures from across the series. You can play online. You can play offline. Uh, you pick a character that has a different job. Each job has its, a different attack and a different ability. You can also customize with different armor types and weapons. Um, there's over a hundred quests to complete. There's going to be lots of content, um, and it's and the best part is, like I said, it's free to jump into. It's free to try. It's free to play. Um, you can get into it uh, right now if you want to. It is currently available on the Nintendo Switch eShop. Uh, Trials of Mana is coming on April 24, 2020. I will admit I don't know a whole hell of a lot about this series. 
Um, it, it, it's, it's very JRPG-esque, um, obviously, as a lot of RPGs on the Switch are. Uh, but yeah, it looks really cool, uh, but it'll be out in April next year. Um, the Return of Obradeen is going to be coming out um, for the Switch as well. Uh, it was a PC limited game up until now. Uh, they did not have a specific release date other than Fall 2019. Uh, they didn't talk about if there's going to be any improvements or anything made. They just kind of dropped it that it's going to be coming out. Uh, it was one of the best reviewed games. Uh, of 2018 uh, it's really cool very 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 unique art style um, to this game um, so if, if if you've played the the pc version and if you haven't played the pc version um feel free to check it out it looks really cool um not really my cup of tea but it does look uh very very interesting little town hero uh, is a new game coming from game freak uh, who is the maker of Pokemon. Uh, it's coming real soon. It actually releases on October 16th, which, by the way, is my grandma's birthday. Happy early birthday, Graham. Um, it's, uh, it's, it's an RPG. It's not Pokemon-related. Uh, it was originally just called Town, uh, and then they've changed the name to Little Town Hero. Um... It looks like it's going to be a turn-based battle. There's going to be some interesting weapons. You play as a little boy named Axe, which I find is interesting. Um, it's got a different premise where your character kind of uses his thoughts to fight. Uh, it's got a little bit of a different flair. It's it's in that typical you know cartoonish anime um, art style. It is currently available for preload. Um, on the eShop, like I said, it releases on October 16th, um, but yeah, it, it, it wasn't a whole, whole heck of a lot talked about, hopefully we get some more, um, news as we, uh, get closer and closer. Um, lots of talk about Super Smash Brothers, um, the big one, right off the hop, Banjo and Kazooie, uh, were added to Smash Ultimate as new characters for DLC, uh, immediately, when the direct was over, um, and they got moves, they got music, they got a new stage. Um, one thing I really enjoy seeing is the collaboration between Microsoft and Nintendo. Uh, it is amazing to see Nintendo. You know, there were plenty of tweets from people involved with Microsoft during and after the Direct that were excited about Banjo and Kazooie being in the game. Um, during the... Uh, there was a little post-stream video uh, with Super Smash directors Masahiro Sakurai, uh, who actually said, go play the Banjo-Kazooie games on Xbox. I'm like, man, you have this guy, a director for one of Nintendo's biggest IPs, telling people to go play an Xbox game. But that's the kind of level where their partnership is at right now. Nintendo and Microsoft are working very well together. They have pretty much open borders when it comes to cross-play. Uh, and it allows us to get really cool stuff like this, like Banjo and Kazooie in Smash, which they're not going to be for everybody. Um, but, you know, the, when it was announced at E3, you know, it, it was more of a solidification of, hey, Nintendo and... Um, 
Microsoft are playing very nice together. It's very nice to see. And really what it continues to do, it continues to so show that PlayStation is out of touch and outdated uh, when it comes to how they support their fans and how they support their platform playing with people on other platforms. Um, they also revealed uh, some different stuff that's going to be coming to Smash. Next up is going to be Terry Bogard from uh, Fatal Fury, which was originally a 3DO game, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so that's, again, kind of cool. It's a very niche character for, um, you know, a lot of people... Uh, who, like, a lot of people didn't play the 3DO. A lot of people aren't familiar with the Fatal Fury series. Um, but Terry Bogart looks like he's going to be kind of a cool character in, in that, that fighter kind of uh, realm. So he would be the fourth DLC character uh, because we've had uh, Persona's Joker, uh, we had Dragon Quest Hero, we had Banjo and Kazooie, and now we have uh, Terry Bogart who's going to be coming uh, at a later date. I don't think they announced... A date? I think they just said that Terry Bogart will be the next DLC um, coming as well. And then they also announced um, that they're going to continue to support Smash uh, beyond the original five DLC characters um, that they originally planned for five. And apparently, I would assume because of the fact that Smash is doing so well... Um, they're going to continue to support it with future um, future DLC as well. One thing I've been trying to find is... I'm assuming the original Fighters Pass... Um, I'm assuming the original Fighters Pass will cover anything they do above and beyond... Uh, I can't find a confirmation of that, to be fair. I haven't looked super duper hard. But I assume if you have the Fighters Pass, um, you'll continue to be able to get any uh, DLC that they have um, coming up in the future as well. So it's really cool to see. I thoroughly enjoy Super Smash Brothers. My kids love Super Smash Brothers. The coolest thing with the kids is that they get to be introduced to all these characters that they wouldn't know otherwise and then and then you know that's how Grayson for example got introduced to Kirby and then he took an interest in the Kirby games um I enjoy playing Smash I don't play it competitively or online I just enjoy um you know if, if I if I want to kill 15 or 20 minutes of uh relatively mindless time you know between doing two things or maybe on my lunch break at work when I'm working from home or if I happen to have my switch with me at work um firing up uh, Smash is a good way just to kill 10 or 15 minutes for me. I do enjoy it. It's a very well done game. Um, and they also announced um, a new mode for Smash, which is the Home Run Contest. Uh, I haven't checked... Um, Check it out yet. Apparently it's going to be available in the new update. I haven't seen the update yet. I haven't been on my Switch yet today. Uh, but apparently, there's there, there obviously there's been home run contest in uh, other modes previously. So it's making its return uh, to Smash. So lots of Smash related stuff as well. Um, they've also introduced some new Super Smash Brothers costumes. 
Um, there's some Pokemon costumes. There's some Undertale costumes. They're available on the store. I believe they're priced in the U.S. at 75 cents each. Um, so feel free to check those out. They've had a lot of different uh, costumes over the years that you can dress your Mii fighter up with. Um, so feel free to go and check those out. Uh, Tokyo Mirage Sessions FE Encore uh, is coming to the Switch January 7th, 2020. Uh, it was a Wii U game. Uh, I never played it. Feel free to check it out. And something that got everybody really wound up was the announcement of Deadly Premonition 1 and 2 will both be coming to the Switch. Um, they're very horror, not horror, but they're they're kind of like Twin Peaks. They're, they're interesting little games. Um, the Deadly Premonition, the first one, uh, is available now. Um, the second one is set to release in uh or the sequel is set to release sometime in 2020 uh the original wait now how does this work uh, uh let's see i can't remember how this works there's some weird thing with the timeline i definitely suggest you go look it up um but yeah it's a very very interesting looking game uh kind of like a weird survival not really a survival horror, I guess. Uh, they didn't show off much gameplay. Uh, it's like an open world adventure, but there's some you know, some interesting things going on. In it. it was kind of like a, a cult favorite survival horror open world game, which is a you know, mouthful in and of itself. Um, something that was really, really cool to see was Divinity Original Sin 2 uh, was announced. The Definitive Edition, it was released immediately. Uh, it was, it is in the last... 10 years and maybe all time um one of the best rpgs ever the definitive edition of it was released in 2017 and featured a host of fixes and upgrades the really 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 cool thing about this and this is something that um we'll probably talk about more in a future episode is it has cross-play save compatibility between Steam and the Switch. That's a huge, huge feature. Really, really interesting to have a Steam to Switch cross-play saves. Now, we've had cross-play saves in other Switch games with PC, but it's typically in their own little environment. For example, Fortnite. Fortnite has their own environment through Epic that, that you can have your cross-play compatible saves going through. It's going to be really interesting to see how this works. Um, it's going to be really interesting to see how Divinity Original Sin 2 plays on the Switch. Um, it was a big concern when it came to consoles in 2017. It was originally a PC game. Um, it ended up working quite well. It made a, a lot of use of radial menus um, that you could trigger with different button presses. Um one thing I mentioned on Twitter yesterday was a lot of these sort of games I missed. You know, up until the Switch came out, I was primarily a sports gamer. I played sports games pretty much exclusively. And then the only real RPGs in the last 10 years that I've played, uh, you know, an acceptable amount of, like, let's say more than 50% of the game would be Fallout uh, 4 and Skyrim. I mean, I, I, you know, if you go back a little bit, you'd have Fallout 3 and you'd have Fallout New Vegas in there as well and Oblivion. Basically, Bethesda products. I'm a Bethesda fanboy. I don't think that's a secret. Um, 
But re-releasing a lot of these games, while some people will lament and say, oh, look at the Switch, it's just a, a port machine and blah, blah, blah. Obviously, there is a market for these games in the current sphere. Otherwise, they wouldn't be doing it. And for someone like me who missed a lot of these games, it's a chance to go back and play what, again, a lot of people regard as one of the best RPGs of all time. I've never played it. I've never played the series. I, you know, I watched a few videos and stuff last night, and I'm pumped. I'm going to clear out some of my backlog of Switch games first, and then I'm going to give Divinity Original Sin 2 a try and uh, and check it out. So that is available right now. Uh, let's move down to some other news. Doom 64 is coming to Switch on November 22nd, uh, which seems pretty cool. I know they're doing a lot of... Uh, Bethesda's doing a lot of stuff. Bethesda really seems to be enjoying the Switch. Uh, they even had Pete Hines on the direct... Um, to you know, mention it's Doom 64's 25th anniversary. Um, they're going to re-release the Nintendo 64 Classic. Uh, Bethesda and Nintendo seem to have a good working relationship at this point. Let's hope it keeps up. Uh, Rogue Company is a new game from the company that developed Smite, uh, High Res Studios. It's going to be a third-person shooter of some sort. Not a whole lot uh, in terms of details there. It's going to be out in 2020. Tetris 99 has a 2.0 version coming uh, today. Uh, it's going to have daily missions. It's going to have a new mode called Invictus Mode. Tetris 99 has been a lot of fun. I've enjoyed it. Again, it's one of those games you can pick up. You can play for 10 or 15 minutes. It is great. Um, I definitely suggest if you have not uh, tried out Tetris 99, give it a download. Give it a try right now. Um, Damon X Machina comes out soon. Or Machina, I guess. Uh, it is a mech-based game. It comes out later this month. Um, you can try it uh, today. There is a prologue, or there was a, apparently there was a demo previously. Now there is a prologue demo, and even the demo features four-player multiplayer, uh, and obviously progress made in this um, in the prologue demo will carry over to the full game when it releases as well. There was a whole bunch of stuff for Pokemon Sword and Shield, which releases on November fifteenth. It's going to be one of their big Christmas time games, a brand new full Pokemon IP or uh, property. Um, showed off a lot of the customization and stuff you could do. You could camp it with your Pokemon, watch your Pokemon interact with others. You can call a monster over to play with them, which will improve uh, battle skills. There's also going to be a cooking uh, mini game where you can cook curry and your Pokemon can eat it. There's a hundred different types of curry to cook. Each recipe gets logged in a curry dex. Really, a curry dex. This is where we're at, chat, in 2019. Uh, you'll also be able to visit other people's camps. Uh, it's really looking kind of cool. They did unveil a couple more Generation 8 Pokemon. Uh, Poltegeist, which is a small... A Poltegeist, which is a small ghost that lives in a teapot. Um, and Cramorant which has a funny new ability. Uh, one of his moves is called Gulp Missile. Um, it comes back with a fish in its mouth after you use the surf or the dive move, and then it spits the fish at the opponent. Looks kind of cool. I've, I've never been a huge Pokemon fan in terms of their conventional games. I, I, I'm not going to lie. I've never been a huge, huge, huge fan uh, but I'm definitely looking forward to giving Sword and Shield a try and kind of getting into it. My son is is vastly into Pokemon at this point, so I would be doing him a disservice if I didn't check it out. 
Uh, I definitely recommend you go back and watch the direct for all of the Pokemon Sword and Shield details. There was a lot in there. Um, something that kind of caught people from out of nowhere was that Star Wars Jedi Knight 2 Jedi Outcast will be coming to the Switch um, on September 24th. One of the most favorite Star Wars games, um, which was originally released in 2002. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. It looks really cool. Um, I don't think it's... I don't think it's remade in any way. I think it's just straight up ported over to the Switch. Uh, but it was a lot of fun. It was one of those really cult classic um, Star Wars games. It's not canon Star Wars. Um, it was really, really... The, the single player campaign was at that time... Uh, very, very well received. Very, very well done. It was written very well. The multiplayer was popular as well. But uh, in this particular Switch version, only the single player will be making an appearance. Like I said, it comes out on September 24th. Um, so make sure you check that out. Um, also, they announced that um, this was not something that happened at the Direct. This was something that happened afterwards. Uh, Star Wars had reported that Star Wars Jedi Knight Jedi Academy is going to be coming to the Switch. Again, another one of those games uh, that was not really Star Wars canon, but was really, really well received. Um, apparently, it's going to be coming out in early 2020. Uh, then we had uh, something else that was leaked out in the days leading up to the Direct was we were going to be getting an Assassin's Creed collection. In this case, they are calling it the Rebel Collection. It features uh, Assassin's Creed Rogue and Assassin's Creed Black Flag. Uh, I've never been the biggest Assassin's Creed fan. Um, but it's going to be out on December 6th if you want to check it out if you're an Assassin's Creed fan. I do, again, when we talk about uh, Nintendo having good partnerships with people, the Nintendo-Ubisoft partnership is super strong right now. Um, I, Ubisoft, I think at this point, has pretty much free reign to bring whatever they want to the Switch. Uh, and I hope they continue to do so as time goes on. And then towards the end, we had a big montage, as they usually do, uh, where they kind of take out the trash of everything that's left. We get a new Just Dance game. Uh, we have a Devil May Cry game. Uh, there was a few other games um, announced in there as well. Uh, but like I said, I definitely suggest you go back and watch the full direct uh, kind of check it out and see uh, what's all in there. But overall, guys, it was a very, very, very um, well done direct. A lot of cool games, a lot of stuff coming to the Switch that is going to make the latter half of 2019 and the early half of 2020 very, very exciting uh, for Nintendo Switch owners. Um, they did mention one thing that I did just remember that they mentioned in the the that little taking out the dump of all the stuff. They did mention the Outer Worlds as well. Uh, I had mentioned that, uh, I think, on a podcast a few weeks ago, talking about the Outer Worlds coming to Switch and how they did not confirm a release date. Uh, they did not confirm a release date uh, during the Direct either. They just said coming soon. Obviously, Outer Worlds comes out on October 25th, I think, on the PS4 and the Xbox. I don't know if it's on PC or not. I assume it is. 
Uh, it is nice to see that it's coming to the Nintendo Switch, but uh, if it's not out at launch, I won't play it on the Switch because I'm going to need to play Outer Worlds when it comes out uh, on PS4 for sure. Uh, but that's it for my uh, quick little review of what happened at yesterday's Nintendo Direct. Uh, what sort of games are you excited about as we enter the holiday season? Make sure you reach out to me and let me know um, on Twitter at SnaggleJ. Jump in the Discord at discord.snaggle.club. Let me know. Uh, as always, guys, I appreciate you guys taking your time to listen to the podcast and supporting me, whether it be directly on anchor.fm slash the Snaggle Show or in your podcast app of choice for uh, iOS and Android. Uh, and as always, guys, until next time, peace.